Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Oh, it's going to get fun in the next 24 minutes. 106 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. Bob Stoffer with you from the home office along with Brendan Escott. Digitex, they wish you and yours all the best during these uncertainties. Times Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operator place to buy office technology and software. Mark Specker is joining us, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, uh, contributing an economic impact of $312 million annually. And, uh, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. Just before we go back to our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline and hook up with Spec, I'm going to bang off two uh, texts, and we are going to start with former defenseman Mark, who has some haters out there, but he says this, okay, Bob, I'll play. What is the premier's job? His job is to put this province in its best light. He is the cheerleader in chief for Alberta. Does he have a mandate that is to be contrary to our virtues? The fact remains, this is an event to portray our province in a positive light on a national and international television stations, etc. This is an opportunity, says former defenseman Mark, to portray positive propaganda. I think that there's been far too much negative propaganda portraying our province. As a aside, we should be producing content to extol our virtues during commercial breaks when this event takes place. If this event takes place, we should be portraying ourselves as a place that people would want to visit or to live and work and play in. That one comes to us uh, from former defenseman Mark. And another texter comes in. The government should absolutely be campaigning for the Oilers to get the hub designation. To a degree, of course, but some advertising money can go a long way. It will not only showcase the city, uh, but for the rest of the world, but it will also show the rest of Canada how well we handle the virus. Excuse me. Perhaps, says the texter, something like this might convince the other provinces that we can be trusted to run pipelines through their ground as well. We're smarter than we look. All right, let's bring in uh, Sportsnet. Uh, another texter says, Bob, sitting in the Island of Orange and loving Notley from Mark. I'm saying I respect her. I mean, she was smart. I, I didn't vote for a party, but she's smart. Some might say she was captaining the wrong team. Let's bring Mark Spector back into the mix here. Is it the role of the province, Mark, to be the uh, the cheerleader-in-chief for the province of Alberta, for the Premier? Of course it is. Absolutely it is. Within you know, It's up to the Premier to make smart financial decisions, uh, to you know, do all the things that we elect a Premier to do, take care of... It's impossible to take care of everyone, but that's his job. That includes education, that includes health, that includes sports fans, that includes culture, uh, includes all those things. And when there's an event out there that can bring some uh, positively impact our economy, it's up to the Premier to get behind it and help it get here. So, Mark, a number of years ago when we used to play media hockey, there was a uh, a, a rising uh, 
print star from the Edmonton Journal who used to belittle uh, a loudmouth uh, schmuck that worked uh, font court and stats on visiting NHL feeds. Do you know who those two individuals may have been? Uh, I remember the guy. You were the guy working at the on the broadcast who's the other guy me uh, the rising star the print side <laughs> <laughs> all right so so anyhow we used to have these conversations because what used to drive me nuts and i make no mistake mark i'm i'm a proud edmontonian and a proud albertan i love my teams from edmonton i love the province of alberta don't get me wrong i'm a proud canadian too right but i generally believe that about 98 and a half percent of the people i met along the way from this province are pretty great people and one thing that used to drive me nuts when i worked font cord and stats so i was in the truck for a seven o'clock game at one o'clock and we'd be building graphics during the day and they would show the scenics from edmonton and guess what they would inv- even if it wasn't snowing out they would have a set of scenics that would portray edmonton like we were in say anuvik or in siberia even when it wasn't like that because we all know if we live here that usually you might get two two-week stretches during the winter where it's really bloody cold and maybe a, a couple days in a row where it's blizzard-like conditions. And yes, it's a challenge, but there was a way that Edmonton was sort of... And then I got privileged enough to work in the league, and I'd hear from visiting players, well, you know, we, we fly into the airport, which is 45 minutes from downtown, and then we drive up 99th Street, and we'd come up to the games at Capital. And I know for a fact that the guys from uh, certain teams would be juicing the local area products on those teams. This is where you grew up. This is... So that's a perception that was out there. Do we not have a chance for a different sort of perception showing off a city during the summer? Oh, no question. Like that's, you know, it's important, right, for Edmonton to, you know, how would I say, in was when was the draft when the Ginla got drafted here? Nineteen ninety-five. What's well, ninety-five? Yes. Yeah, so I remember that draft well because I remember my colleagues coming in from all over the league and spending four or five days in Edmonton in, in late June and saying, man, this is really nice. I like your city. This is fun. It's warm. It's light. So, sure, it's great to get the hockey world here now. So, you know, I do. I will I will say, Bob, that, you know, if, if 30 years ago you were dismayed by the portrayal of Edmonton having snow all year round, what does it mean that uh, since we're talking about our premier, I do recently recall seeing a video where he portrayed it being filled with mountains and waterfalls <laughs> all year round. Uh, I'm not sure which was more inaccurate, my friend. Yeah, uh, I think there was a little bit of a miscommunication in terms of the targeting of uh, said video. It was a great we first four mountains in Alberta, Bob, or here in Edmonton. We could move mountains. <laughs> Well, I believe, Mark, somebody else once said to you, that was a great first four seconds, Mark. So let's leave <laughs> uh, Anyhow, I digress. Uh, so, but you do buy the argument that you, you might not be able to buy the advertising you're going to get out of being the host city, a hub city for, for this event when other parts of north america are in serious distress i think i saw yesterday i believe it was 31 u.s states that were spiking and again we still have miles to go before we sleep before we even drop the puck in games here because we could have a worst case scenario where maybe a team doesn't make it then i don't know what the league's going to do if that happens 
But uh, you know what I'm saying here, Mark, right? Like, this is this could be a real benefit to, uh, well, definitely a benefit to the Oilers organization from a, a, proc- a player procurement perspective. I don't deny that for a second. I believe absolutely that could help Edmonton recruit players. And I do think it could show that, you know, Edmonton and Alberta has their crap together. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're stretching it, Bob. Let's, yeah. let's break this down. No one's coming to Edmonton. Not no one. No one's going to watch some hockey on TV and t- tell the family, hey, family, we're taking a vacation in Edmonton next year. Yeah. It ain't happening. The hockey season is always, once we get through this, is always going to be during the cold weather months. That's not going to change. So any player, you know, how many of the Oilers spend their summer here, Bob? Like six of them? Sure. You know, so you know what? It, it, listen, I'm, I'm, ty- I'm born and raised in this town. I'm 54 years old. I'm tired of, trying to, uh, of, of feeling this need to tell people how we're, it's really a nice place. You know what? You don't like Edmonton? Who cares, right? I raised my kids here. We've both made great livings here. It's a beautiful city. If you look around during the pandemic, we treat each other right. We keep the, you know, the pandemic. We've, we've done an excellent job with it. Right? It's a kind city. It's a good city to grow up in. We've got good sports franchises. Uh, we've got an awesome cultural scene. I don't, you know what? If you don't like Edmonton, then stay away. I like Edmonton. I'm born and raised here, like I say, and, and I don't need to walk around trying to sell this city every day, every day of my life here. I know it's a good city, and if someone else from the States doesn't think so, well, you know what? Stay home. And what about criticism coming from uh, our sports brethren in places like Calgary and Vancouver? Because I got comments in back-to-back days that that had occurred with some morning shows out of Calgary and Vancouver on Thursday and Friday. Well, hey, it's, that's the rivalry for, for one. But you know what, Edmonton, I'll tell you this, Edmonton is a can-do city when it comes to events uh, history tells us above and beyond Calgary and Vancouver. Yes, Calgary and Vancouver both hosted Winter Olympics. They both did a fabulous job with it. But Edmonton has has marshaled over far more uh, large-scale sporting events over the last 30 years than either of those cities. Uh, you know, and we've certainly got far superior sports facilities uh, than does Calgary. And you know what? There's another one, Bob. We got nothing to prove to Vancouver and Calgary when it comes to how do you put on a good event? How do you put on world track and fields, Commonwealth Games, uh, the various, you know, who put on the world soccer, right? The women's soccer that drew 50,000 people. You think they're doing that in Calgary or Vancouver? I haven't seen it. So, you know what? Those guys want to chirp from those towns? Tell them to try to figure out a track record like Edmonton has and call us back when they got one. And you know my theory on that when it comes to belittling other markets, right? Ah, listen. Hey, those guys, you know what? Their fans are good fans, Bob. They're just having a laugh. That's all. I, I know. But when it comes to other media guys playing that game, you know, it's akin to comedians that have to resort to fart jokes. Uh, yeah. This text comes in. Bob, don't you think that uh, people will see Edmonton on TV and decide to move here because we have bicycle lanes? Well, we do have a, a lot of bicycle lanes. You know what? I want one more thing. I want to say: don't forget AAA baseball, right? AAA yeah. baseball thrived in this city. We got our our ducks in a row and built a beautiful AAA ball stadium. And the reason there's no AAA baseball left in Western Canada because Calgary couldn't put it together and put together a stadium, and nor could Vancouver. And the teams folded in those towns or moved, and we lost our team. So. You know, that's just uh, one of the many places where Edmonton's punched above its weight and Vancouver and Calgary sat in the background and couldn't get the job done. 
You know, Speck, I, I like you more and more with each and every passing second than I did at the start of this segment. Uh, this one comes in. Uh, Hacksaw texts the show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bobby, I completely agree with your thoughts on Alberta getting portrayed in a different light, but I do wonder when these great informational videos are going to be run, will the province buy TV ad time? Well, you know, Mark, I'm a huge NCAA fan, as you know, big college football fan. And guess what runs? On those broadcasts down in the states, the the PR departments from the respective universities, they shell out to be on those games and on those broad. You know what I mean? It's an yeah, interesting. Well, maybe there's some quid pro quo here, right? Maybe there's some there. Maybe there's some look. You know, we'll we'll cover some of the inherent costs of of the running the Twilliger Rec Center. Let's just throw that out there, and in return. You know, we want some. We want a, a few extra beauty shots of Edmonton on all the broadcasts, right? Yeah. And you know, that's that's fair because that's to me that's money well spent. I think you're right, Bob. The the world should see Edmonton in the summer because they don't get enough chances to. But uh, don't tell me that the city of Edmonton or the province of Alberta is is going to fund a whole bunch of this and not get back, uh, you know, the requisite travel Alberta stuff that we would require. Uh, Felix having some fun with us. He says, hey, Bob, if Edmonton can win the cup and do a good job hosting the playoffs, I can see Chris Pronger being the parade marshal. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, I don't see that happening. Jason from Sangudo says, Bob, it's time to revive the I Love Edmonton campaign of the 1990s. Well, the problem, Jason, is the two guys you got on right now grew up in Edmonton and were absolutely spoiled rotten by the 78-82 Grey Cup. Uh, Edmonton Eskimos and the 84 to 1990 Stanley Cup champion Edmonton Oilers. We'll take a quick break. Uh, get to some more here in Oilers now after this. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Shed. It's 1:22 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott, Mark Spector, spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Again, live racing Century Mile on Friday nights and Sundays, and you can uh, wager on it as well if you go to hpibet.com. Again, live racing every front Friday and Sunday evening, and to comply with Alberta Health, uh, no spectators at this time out at Century Mile. This, I saw this tweet uh, earlier today, uh courtesy of NBCSports.com and their soccer page, the Premier League reporting zero positive COVID-19 test results in the latest uh, batch. They've done 12 rounds of testing for the Premier League over in uh, England. Uh, they tested 1,973 people. They've now done over 16,000 uh, 16, tests. They've got 18 positive results. What's interesting about that, as many of you would know, is the UK uh, has been pounded. They've had 4,200 cases per million uh but they've got one of the worst death rates uh per million anywhere in the world they're up over 600 um yeah the uk currently actually has a higher death rate uh per million in population than the united states uh, which is uh, you know kind of puts things a little bit in perspective obviously the u.s uh, has started a little bit later than the uk but mark i guess the point i'm making is you can get 
things to uh, settle down. And clearly the U.K. has done a great job when it's come to the Premier League. Uh, We're all watching uh, Alfonso Davies and uh, Bayern Munich win both the the Bundesliga as well as their, I think it's called the Polkel, their their club. they have all the respective different clubs can play for a playing championship as well. So uh, there you have it. Uh, you know, you, you can get things under control and lots of testing taking place in England, and they've done that. Well, I don't like, yeah, I mean, there's the example of how to do it. Uh, I'm very concerned, sort of, uh, I'm not concerned, I'm a little skeptical. Uh, baseball's going through a tough time here. I mean, they're they're testing a team on Thursday, and they don't have the test results back for Mon- before Monday's practice. Uh, that's an issue. You know, we've seen Dallas pull out of the MLS. That's a big issue. And uh, basketball is in Orlando, Florida, one of the very worst states for COVID uh, in the whole union. So I like hockey's chances with two spots in Canada. Hockey's going to look smarter and smarter and smarter as this thing goes on, Bob, for being up north of the 49th with both their uh, with both their hubs. And uh, you know, they'll, if, I'll tell you this. If hockey can't pull it off with two hubs in Canada – we might not see anybody pull it off, Bobby. Well, and uh, it's going to make, uh, you know, this has been an unparalleled time of, uh, and, and they've had a, you know, an opponent, and the opponent's been the virus, right? But the NHL and the NHLPA have worked together like they've never worked here before. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I, this is great. You know, if they can pull this off and give us a, a playoff that, that, results in you know a legitimate Stanley Cup winner uh, you know and give us some hockey that people crave and at the same time give us four years of labor peace I mean that's awesome and two Olympic games like <laughs> this is like you know this is like digging under a pile of junk and finding a bar of gold here uh, I this this would be far far more uh, than I suspected would come out of the negotiations coming out of this COVID situation I think the Olympics, to me, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm a little surprised that that they've agreed to go to the next two Olympics that the owners have, and I'm very happily surprised, Bob. We love the Olympic tournament here in Canada. Got to build and grow the game, Mark. I'm going to leave you with this. Um, every fall, we have a an event with the Oilers Entertainment Group. It's called the uh, Barry Cates golf tournament as you know takes place it sort of launches the season and gives us all an opportunity to pick the brains of the gm and the head coach and last year was ken holland and dave tippett and i want to tell you mark that uh, barry turns 90 years old today mm-hmm. so we want to send him a shout out because i know he's listening and uh that's all i can say is <laughs> uh, i hope i get there i'm not sure i'm gonna but 90 is awesome and uh it used to embarrass me at body by bennett several years ago when barry used to kick my ass all over the gym so uh that's that's great stuff so uh, happy birthday to barry and uh speck we look forward to talking with you next tuesday okay all right bobby thanks a lot man that's uh, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. It is 127 in Edmonton. Lots to still get to here in Oilers. Now we're going to get, we've talked a lot about the NHL, a lot about the situation with the Edmonton Oilers. Dave Campbell is going to uh, give us a hookup on what's happening with the Canadian Football League after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.